Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. This man has a nickname, what was I to say, with no shame. Friday, September 24th, 2021. Hope all is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Nick Segaline here. You're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. I got some company coming through today as well. Should be a good sports slate on a Friday. Got my dude, Rich Hot Takes Letty, and his friend, Boosh, my friend as well, Boosh, coming through. Talk a little sports after a wild week for me. Uh, should be back here on the podcast set a little more as I'm looking forward to starting up a new job here in a couple weeks, maybe a month. But as of right now, not working as I lost my job yesterday. Uh, I'm fired up to be following a little bit more sports, talking a little more sports, doing some of the things I'm not able to do because of how much I've been working. Uh, things were kind of spiraling out of control for me there. Um, you know, it's... One of those things where it seems like it's bad news. It's kind of good news. I was on my way out anyways. Um, just unfortunate the way I had to go down, but can't do much about it. Um, happy to be fired up talking sports. Giants with another tough loss on Thursday night football. A full slate of Sunday games with a Monday night game. And a Thursday night game last night. Plenty to catch up on in the NFL. Got week three slate, obviously, this week. The WNBA playoffs are underway. You got about 26 days or so until the NBA is underway. Got charged for the NBA League Pass. Off-season activities are pretty much concluding as you have preseason and all that stuff starting up in about a week. Training camp, and there's some news to get into, particularly with Rich on Ben Simmons. Look forward to catching up with Boosh, who I haven't talked to in a minute. Uh, should be a good time catching up with those guys. Plenty to touch up on in sports, and obviously plenty to touch up on myself as I haven't been here much, and obviously a lot happening in my life. Uh, it's been it's been pretty wild for me, but I've been trying to stay consistent to get through these hard times. I've been through plenty, um, put myself out there plenty of times. I'm happy to kind of be where I'm at, not only. On a day like today, where it's a one-year anniversary of losing my neighbor, who's kind of got me to a point where I was able to do and be confident in my podcast and where I was at with it and I appreciate all the love and support that everyone shows to it as always you can follow along on my Instagram or Twitter page at Seggy Station always got a live version up on my Twitch stream and you can follow along there it's underscore Seggy underscore G still got the podcast out on Spotify Podbean a few other platforms hopefully you get your podcast there plenty of show to get into today fired up to be back and as always right now it's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Seggy Straight Talk microphone it's always direct Time to reflect. Look forward to getting the boys in here. Boosh, Rich, should be a good pod today. Enjoy it. This thing on. Uh, I wanted to start with this before we even talk about that game at any point while you're here. Appreciate you coming through, taking the time to come through. Um, you know, I've seen some some name name change drops, right? Obviously, right now they're called the Washington football team, football club, whatever you want to call them. Obviously not called the Washington Redskins anymore. And the names for the team are out. So I'm curious, you're you're a Washington football team fan, man, right? So anyways, I'll give you the platform to say anything about uh, the game Thursday night. And I also just wanted to get uh, some review from you on some of these names. If any of these are cool for you, if you're cool with keeping... Uh, the Washington football team name, uh, the Red Hogs, Defenders, Armadas, Presidents, Red Wolves, Brigades, Commanders, and football team are all in the running there. So, before Rich gets here, 
before I say anything about that game, the floor is yours, my friend. What's good? Nothing much, man. How you been? Uh, first thing I want to say is the Giants really stink because <laughs> we stink and we beat you guys. You must be pissed at Dexter Lawrence. Uh, every Giants fan is just angry at Dave Gettleman. They're calling for his head. Um, what do you call it? Daniel Jones played well, I thought, but uh, he still just is a fumble machine. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Name change-wise, I'm kind of hoping we just win the Super Bowl and we keep the Washington football team name. You wow. know what I mean? That's just forced me to keep it like that. And, oh you know, we just go nameless from here on out. I would love it. You know, here's where – here's Maybe where just get like a big football as a mascot, big football, <clears throat> cartoon football as a mascot, Washington football team. All right, so I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you. Like, I, I just – they got to have some type of logo or mascot for me. Uh you know, I think some of the logos to go along with some of those weird ass names uh, are kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I hear you in that regard. Where them changing it to this, I think they should just keep it at this. Uh, all these like extra names now, like bro, we've been going for a minute. You could have done it. Uh, I don't know. That's just me. Getting back to the game though. What's up, Rich? Uh, what's up, boys? We're talking a little Giants, uh, Washington oh. Football Club Thursday night football, <laughs> real quick. Um, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Bush. You said it a little bit about Daniel Jones, who I thought has been playing not only well in that game, but really well in the first two games. Just defense and Saquon Barkley not looking right. We lost a couple offensive linemen in that game. Um, and then the hype just around the team being better, bringing in free agents, uh, first-round pick at Arias Tona, who's, de- who's done absolutely nothing, by the way. I think he's got negative two yards. Uh, it's just like one of these things, like this kind of weak-ass division, which I don't think is – is weak. I think it's super competitive, but I've been on the record uh, talking about that. But, um, you know, here's the thing I've been on the record saying too. When you guys got uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, bro, I said, I'm like, yo, Taylor Heineke, I think is better. I think you can be a better football team with Taylor Heineke. And the second Ryan Fitzpatrick got knocked out in week one, and I knew we were playing y'all in week two, I said, damn, it went from being, in my opinion, an easy win if you're playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not trying to be a dick here, but Went from being a, a pretty much easy win for, on my on my end, even though it's a divisional game. To I thought I thought going into the game it, we were gonna get beat a lot, a lot. I didn't think the game was gonna be close like that, man. Because Daniel Jones didn't turn the football over. Saquon Barkley still didn't have a good game, and we were still right there and probably should have won the game. I do want to say on the record where a lot of people are talking about this Darius Slayton drop, bro. Did you watch that throw from Derek Carr to uh, Zay Jones, that wide-open throw they won? He pretty much lofted it in the air so the guy could basically turn around and catch it like a fucking basket. Bro, that's the type of throw that should have been. So I don't want to hear that Darius Slayton dropped it and has no hands. Daniel Jones could have had a better ball in that situation, in my opinion. That's just me. I thought he played a great game. I thought when we had the situation to be aggressive and go and try and win the football game, we end up running it up the middle which we've been doing with Saquon a bunch since he's come back, which I don't agree with, and Jason Garrett making a lot of bad play calls in which we end up losing the football game. So, yeah, you can talk about Dexter Lawrence jumping off sides. I've heard that maybe it wasn't that he was actually off sides. In my opinion, he looked off sides. The second I saw him miss the kick, I'm literally like, wow, that dude was off sides. And that's just one of those things where, you know, here we are, 0-2 for the fifth straight season, 8 out of the nine. Last nine years are the Giants 0-2 to start out a season. Last year, all 11 teams that started out 0-2 missed the playoffs. Since the merger, you have a 10% chance if you start out 0-2. We 
We joined the St. Louis Rams. You got to go back Jeff Fisher style, like 2007 to 11 of teams to start five straight years, 0-2. I mean, it's just pathetic, dude. So for me, it's more about that. It's not about how we lost that game. It's about losing week one as well. It's about now having an obvious must win in week three or the season's pretty much torched, even with an extra game. And even in a division where a lot can still happen with particularly Dallas and Philly playing this Monday night. So for me, you got Taylor Heineke, who was in the XFL 18 months ago, and we saw what he did up against Brady in the Bucs in the playoffs. I do just want to say, I don't think Fitzpatrick gets his job back. So Washington football team going forward scares me a little bit more under Taylor Heineke than it does Fitzmagic. I think Fitzmagic is done in Washington, and I think going forward you'll be going with Taylor Heineke, and we'll figure out what you got for a logo and a name change later. Two things I want to say. Uh, Slayton, if it hits your hands, you got to catch it, first thing. John Madden style. If it hits your hands, you got to catch it. It's your job. You get paid to catch the ball. Second thing, Heineke knew he was going to play. So, I mean, I, I wasn't I, – I knew Heineke was going to play at some point during the year. Ooh, Justin Thomas just hit it out of bounds. Um, I knew Heineke was going to play. I mean, Fitzmagic looked great in camp, so – I mean, he won the job, but Heineke knew he was going to play. He stepped up against the Giants. He's very mobile. I love what he's done. So, I mean, it's his job to lose at this point, I guess. Yeah, I don't think he does. Um, You know, Daniel Jones 0-6 in primetime games as a starter. Taylor Heineke, as much as Daniel Jones played well, pretty much outplayed him. Two touchdowns, had an interception, but 336 passing yards. Uh, You know, Daniel Jones was moving it well, and Daniel Jones does have more rushing yards in that game than Eli ever had an entire season with the Giants. But that don't matter. Like, the thing with us not winning football games is what matters to me, and I don't really care how he's looking or how the rest of the team's looking and losing some of these offensive linemen and everything that's kind of happened these first two weeks is definitely tough for me. Um, What's good, Rich? I want to touch on some NBA. We'll touch on a little NFL and stuff too, but uh, I didn't want to touch on the sports betting news. You guys down to come to – the casino with me October 7th or what? What's good? You're, you're not going to have to go to the casino. Yeah, I know. Duke was over last night telling me, but I'm trying to go and check out the actual joint. Like, you're not trying to come or what? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Casinos are my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah, October 7th. FanDuel and DraftKings Sportsbook on October 7th or whatever the day is. Oh, they said God. it would be out so that day. going to be like a lounge and shit? Is that, that should be, that's a Thursday, I think, right? It sure is a Thursday, bro. Sports betting. Um, at Hartford uh, Current, Rich sent me the source, on, by NBA? the way. Uh, you'll be NBA able to place bets on, on Mohegan Sun, Foxwoods. Yeah, bro, oh, come gosh. on. So, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of degenerates in the state. Now, I was telling Duke's last what night. it is. October 7th, college game. Yeah, but stupid. Anyways, you got to be 21 or older to participate. Wait, what? The state expects to generate 83 million anyway. Um, uh, well, it's Thursday, Thursday, so it's going to be one game. It's Rams versus Seahawks. Good game. October seventh. Right, good game. So what's good? Are you guys coming with me or not? To the casino because casino is probably my least favorite place on earth. To be honest with you, so no, I'm not. But I'll be putting in a bunch of bets. All right, Boosh. What's good? They're gonna have one right down the street from me at Bobby V's restaurant in Windsor Locks. So yeah, I'm pretty I got stoked it. about that. What? I got, Bob- got one right there. In I got a Bobby V's right down the street. No from me, way. Too. Yo, that's wild. I'm going to be across the Yo. street at, uh, what do you call it, during my lunch break. Wow. 
That's so, pretty yeah, wild. That's gonna be that's gonna be a problem. I'm gonna be cutting back on DraftKings and everything real hard, but betting's yeah, better. So. Oh man, yeah, that's gonna um, be yeah, that's gonna be pretty. That. That's gonna be pretty wild. I'm stoked. I've been talking about that for a minute. Uh, you know, I've certainly been wrong about plenty of things. I've been waiting for things, but I've been right about a few. Rich, we got to clear up some smoke here before we get into anything else. Um, I could have went back and checked the tapes, but I don't feel like doing that. I did. Um, I did. Here's the thing. I think we agreed on this the other night. I just want to get this on the record here. At the end of that playoff run by Ben Simmons, I came on this podcast and I told you, I'm like, bro, there's no way I see Ben Simmons playing another game with the Philadelphia 76ers. And your response to me at that time was basically telling me, I don't see that happening. I think he plays, is on the roster, plays another game for them. I'm pretty can sure that's you, how it went can down. Can I tell you what What's happened? Because that would have been ridiculous to say after Embiid and uh, Doc just called him out. What I said, the conversation was after free age or after the draft. I'm sorry, not after free agency, after the draft. And I said, now that he hasn't been traded after the draft, and a large amount of what would be traded for him would have been draft picks. And this draft has already happened, and teams are much, li- much likely to trade for the actual player that someone else has drafted than they are for the pick. He's not, he probably not getting traded before the regular season because all the teams would have put their best offers out there and the Sixers would have accepted one and they're only going to get worse now. And that's exactly what has happened since then. Yes, he could get traded in the next two to three weeks. And in that case, I would be wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just confirm something. If he's not showing up to training camp, which he's been on the record now this week saying and not playing for them or doing any of this stuff for them, you still consider him on the roster just because he hasn't been traded? Yes, he's still on the roster. The team's the team's paying a partial amount of his salary. He's on. He's getting fined every day because he's not reporting to camp while being on the roster. Yeah, he's still on the Sixers if he's not reporting to camp. They're still the ones that have the rights to trade him and are going to trade him. He's at no point getting dropped. Like he's getting traded. He's the Sixers. He's on the Sixers roster. Yeah. Bush, any thought on Ben Simmons, Sixers? What's been going on with this latest saga with this man? I like him on the Celtics if we didn't have to give him Tatum and Brown. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Get out of here! That's not even a real thing. No one cares about that. Um, he's going to the. That's about that. Yo, he's that. going to the Timberwolves or the Cavs. The, the wild, worst the wild <laughs> thing is, the Timberwolves were one of the most reported teams, like actually making offers for him, and the Timberwolves just fired their GM because of a bunch of shit he was getting into, literally out of nowhere the other day, like when he had been in practice and having meetings with players earlier the same day. So. He, had, he was probably the guy that was steering those trade talks, and they just fired their GM. So Timberwolves thing, I can't imagine it's about to happen. Let me, so you're really looking yo, at the Yo, let me just say something here. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we're looking at the Cavs, I'm going to be right on that end, too. I'll go back and clip the tapes on that as well, Rich. Uh, you know, If that happened, that'd be actually pretty wild for me. Um, that would be wild. A lot of MLB things I got to clean up on, too, with you, Boosh. Uh, then I got to give some shout-outs that Chewy remind me of the other night when I called him. Anyways, Rich. I think Ben Simmons, you know, I think we've seen this now platform. He's basically pulling the Carson Wentz uh, trying to get out. Um, I was listening to First Things First, Kevin Wilds. I think this dude's pretty hilarious. But basically the Carson Wentz is, what, underachieved, played terrible, alienate the fan base, and ask for a trade. I mean, this is basically what Ben Simmons is doing here. Then you got the James Harden platform, which is play badly, pretty much say you don't want to be there, and whatever it is in terms of, playing badly, looking at a little different, pretty much forcing your way out of there because of that, and you show that everything is fine at the end of the day. 
You got the AD approach, which is, yo, you tried your best, but you're just going to basically try and get out of here to win somewhere else. And I know you hate on Anthony well, hey, Davis, well, hey, but he just me, wears wait, 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 the bats off, on. folks, Hold and he's on. out. The, or you the, got the Jimmy Butler approach. And let me get into this for a second. If Ben Simmons took the Jimmy Butler approach, and I heard this take, like, bro, I get Ben Simmons is probably having a lot of smoke right now. Jimmy Butler is one of these dudes that has torched uh, them before, where you just got to think of going in there if you're Ben Simmons, rather than causing a stir if you really want to be out of there, and torching everybody on the team at practice and training. Uh, but okay, instead right, of pulling right, this right. drama and this bullshit, no, seriously, because I, I think I Ben Simmons disagree with every word you just said, bro. So, if Ben, go. all right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so first off, the Anthony Davis route is giving it your best shot and getting out of there when he refused to play midseason. But that's but the James Harden route shitting on him when he actually had success with the team. That's a little crazy. Second off. Ben Simmons can't go in there and kick everyone's ass because Ben Simmons can't fucking score the basketball. What's he going to do? Score layups all over the team in practice and really get in their fucking heads? <laughs> ben Simmons can't go in there and kick their <laughs> ass in practice. So he... Joel and Vito body him. That's not – and also Jimmy Butler got shit on for that. That's not the good way to go out. He did way more than kick their ass. Like he caused like a rift in the entire team, made people <laughs> within the team fucking hate each other and then tear apart the entire team. Like I, I respect it as someone on the outside, but that's not the right way to go about it either. I think the bigger, the bigger issue or quite thing here is, is free agency. It's been talked about on like Zach Lowe's podcast and stuff is about to not be a thing anymore. Like cap space is about to be meaningless. Cause we're seeing every player do what Ben Simmons, James Harden did. Anthony Davis did. They, at when their contract is up, re-sign with their new team. Okay, hold say, on a second. I don't, hold on. And say, I don't give a shit about re-signing with this new team if I don't want to be here. Because in the first year of my new contract with four years left, I can just ask for a trade. And that's a big problem right now because that'll destroy free agency. That'll just have people moving all the time, demanding trades everywhere. So in the next like collective bargaining agreement, which is next offseason, they're going to they're gonna do something about that for sure. Okay, hold players on Players can't second, be asking man. for a trade with four years left on their contracts, like left and right. First of all, the Anthony Davis route, which is, it's more of like a sarcastic, like the dude been, didn't try his best and then go wants to go somewhere else to, to try harder to win a title, join up, okay. whatever. Like that's the route. That's the, basically the route he chose. Jimmy Butler's route, which is pretty much, he's just going to flame out. He's going to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. And I think that's the right way to go. You're seeing that from Ben Simmons, but he's deciding he doesn't want to go to training camp and show up. That's basically what I'm saying. So Ben Simmons here taking the Wentz route where it's, it's basically... Dude, this dude sucks like you're talking about. And if he doesn't go to a certain spot, I'm talking about this with Duke. Like, if he goes to Cleveland, bro, he's there to die. I'm talking to Dukes. So I'm like, if they send him to Oklahoma City Thunder, that'd be that'd be terrible for, for Ben Simmons. Like, he, Duke's okay, talking. Duke's talking. Where's a good place? Well, Duke's saying, Duke's saying the Warriors. Well, I'm saying Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm saying Ben Where's Simmons has to go somewhere where he's not the primary ball hander, where he's playing more as a wing type, slasher type, run out type. Not the primary ball handler, and I would say I'd say Golden State doesn't work unless you Draymond Green isn't there, and you never in a million years give up Draymond Green for Ben Simmons. What is he gonna be? Exactly, I think he has to be the primary ball handler, and I don't know what yeah, good exactly. team wants him as the primary ball handler. I think I think he's in a tough spot. Like he'll have a decent rest of his NBA career, but like we're all we're all waiting him to be that like 
Zion, or not Zion, sorry, Giannis, LeBron, like point forward guy. And it's like, if you can't score a little bit better, at least score like Giannis can and like not be afraid to get into the line, not be afraid of stuff oh, like that, then it's not going to happen. Here's the thing. Ben I think Simmons, Ben Simmons. I'll say 27, but I'll look 26. I think Ben Simmons is, he's 26. I think Ben Simmons right now is in, in some trouble. And I think the Sixers will be in some trouble as well. Uh, depending on how this plays out, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I did have a request, Rich. Uh, to give a little intel on what's going on with the Houston Rockets. Um, just now, post uh, James Harden, um, moving forward, obviously we saw Jalen Green a little bit before he went down. I liked a couple of the other picks in the draft. Segan, um, center, and there's another uh, pick as well that I think they brought in some nice young talent. We saw they got rid of John Wall. Um, well, not yet. They're trying to. Yeah, when that goes through. What they get back for that? Um, Where do you want to see John Wall go? I'm just curious to see uh, what's going to happen with John Wall. I think he's not going to be able to get a spot uh, in, in this league where he's a starter, even though he put up pretty decent numbers. Um, you know, I was talking about with Rich. I think he's going to have to be more of a primary backup somewhere. Uh, I don't know where. I don't know if he's even willing to do that. Um, I don't know if any team's willing to do that with that contract that he has left. And obviously, for the Rockets, it's more of like a tear it down to the bottom and restart to the top, hopefully, Rich. Or what's going on? Because yeah. I really haven't been uh, able to Jaylen. see much of the you know, off-season stuff for the Rockets. But I know that they've had pretty decent draft. And obviously, now they're just trying to build going forward without James Harden and, and John Wall yeah. getting rid of that contract, I think it's probably a good thing when you got some of these young talent uh, guys in the backcourt. So, I don't know. I'm not sure the Rockets are going to not be the worst team in the NBA this year, though, right but right behind the Thunder. Uh, the Thunder will probably be right there. I think the Rockets will probably be fighting so for the, the number wild one pick. Thing, so, the wild thing to remember with the Thunder is if they're not tanking, they might not be as bad as – people think because they were like fit uh 500 last year granted that was with horford playing some games but shake it gilchrist and um uh lou dort were looking really good too and like honestly they had them looking pretty good so the, i could see the thunder being better than the rockets even though the rockets look better on paper but the rockets got a good team going forward like like you said they very easily could be 15th in the west this year but i don't think that's really a problem if you're a rockets fan like you're not competing this year Take take whatever pick you can get. It's good news that John Wall and the Rockets both want him out of out of there because that's opening a bunch of playing time for Jalen Green, who looked incredible during uh, the summer league. Put up some looked really good against Tate yeah. Cunningham, one and two pick going against each other. Um, and yeah. then they have Kevin Porter Jr. too, and that's their two good guards that they want the ball in their hand. And John Wall takes way too many shots; would have the ball in his hands too much for like a bad team with two youth good young guys and Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. So those are two young, exciting guys. Christian Wood obviously looked good. There was like a odd, not odd, but there was a bidding war on Daniel Tice this summer. And for whatever reason, the Rockets won, <laughs> even though I would, I would think he'd want to go to a contending team, but I got Daniel Tice. Like they have a decent roster, but unless, unless uh, Jalen Green is the far and away rookie of the year and w even better than people think, and people think he's going to be good. They're, they're in for a tough year, but that's fine. I think they're set up, way better than a lot of us thought after this Harden trade. They got very lucky scooping Kev Kevin Porter Jr. for nothing, getting the second pick in this draft, Christian Wood panning out. Yeah, okay. Josh Christopher looking, is the other name in the good. draft they got. And, I believe uh, he is the odds-on favorite rookie of the year. Jalen Green in that game up against Cade Cunningham, 25 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 54% field goal. Uh, Cade Cunningham had 20. 
four and two, but uh, the Rockets end up winning that game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, if he's able to start the season though. Like, uh, what do you do, hamstring or something? Uh, obviously, he got shut yeah. down pretty quick, but the season's starting up. Uh, you know, I think it's like twenty something days away. October seventeenth, I believe, is the first game. Um, Jalen Green also was the first player signed with NBA G League at night. Uh, he averaged 17.9 and four rebounds there and was drafted. What was he, two or three, Rich? So he was two. Yeah, he was two. Um, yeah. So real quick before we go, the crazy thing with the John Wall stuff is I just don't know how you trade him. And they don't, they're not going to want to buy him out because he still has two more years left. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we just don't see John Wall play basketball all year because, like, yeah. I really don't know how you trade him unless they do a buyout. He's the third highest salary in the league this season at forty-four wow. million. Yeah, and you have to—you don't have to match, but you have to get pretty close to it. And here are the other guys around his ballpark, and I promise you, none of them are getting traded for him. Curry, Harden, Westbrook already happened for him, but not happening again this year. Durant, LeBron, Giannis, Lillard, Paul George, Clay Thompson, Kemba. Like, the Knicks aren't doing that. Jimmy, Kawhi Leonard. Like, it's not happening. Tobias Harris, like, the Sixers don't want him. I've seen people throw out Ben Simmons for John Wall trades. Ben Simmons' value is down, but Daryl Morey's not giving up one of the best defenders for two years of overpaid John Wall. So, like, I, I genuinely don't know how you trade John Wall. Yeah, no, you, Boosh, you asked a good question in that. I was almost going to say, I don't know if he's able to play this year. I mean... This could be this could be one of these situations where it's probably going to have to be a buyout, Rich. I mean, it's probably going to have to be a buyout if he wants to play this year. But he, but even um, still, a buyout is him agreeing to give back a bunch a of money. Chunk oh, for of his sure. Money back to the team. yeah, but and like you want to play, you don't. Salary right now. I know, I know, but like it's. I want to touch know. on the Thunder real quick because I heard uh, I heard Shaq Giltris. You talked about him a little bit. He said, "Quote: I'm the Black Steve Nash." Now here's the thing with me. I'm trying to find any type of reason to still support this team. And this dude coming out saying he's the black Steve Nash for me is just like, bro, really? Like, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, he's pretty good, but we're not gonna win any games because of him. Like, we need way more pieces around him to win games. And I'm telling you right now, you're telling me Al Horford is the reason why we are close to 500? We weren't even fucking close to 500. Yes, you were. Do you want me to pull up the standings for three months into the season last year? You were literally the eighth seed in the West, and I guarantee you it. It was incredible. And then they sat everyone on their team. They started sitting out Horford. They pulled Shea out. They pulled Lou Dort out for most of the games. He's good. He's really good. I'm not saying they're going to be 500 again this year, but someone someone was contributing <laughs> to being 500 last year. And like you said, I don't think it was all Al Horford. Oh man, bro! I'm telling you right now that they didn't intend to be that. Like I, I think he's really good. All so, right. Over under wins. 30 uh under 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 under. they're gonna be bad they're gonna be bad like the team is going to be try to tank like that's what they've done the last few years because it's not it just makes no sense to try and do well because what are you doing costing yourself a worse pick and getting destroyed in the play-in game is the thunder so i just think they're gonna tank again but i still think shy is really good yeah i'm definitely not happy about how this season looks for the thunder and not happy about how the season started for the giants anyways um boosh did you know that uh that game terry mccollin uh it was his 10th game with a different starting quarterback and he's only played 31 career games bro you're telling me you're telling me uh who is this wow terry mccollin 
Paul McLaurin? Yeah. You want, can I try and name all of them? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, dude. Was it all Terry McLaurin's? Uh, yeah, 31 games. It's Magic, Heineke, Kyle Allen, Haskins. Uh, I give up after that. Alex Smith. Alex Smith is another one. Wow, there we go, Rich. There's just been so many. There's Wait, been 32 quarterbacks. Robert Griffin like III? Robert Griffin III? One. <laughs> no, McCorn didn't catch from them. <laughs> yeah, he stayed at the hotel. I missed him. I was pissed. He, did he actually? Yeah, I was pissed. I missed him. Damn. Yeah, no, he's pretty elite, bro. Um, I think... Like I said, I think really they're good. better. They're better off with uh, Taylor Heineke going forward. I think Fitzmagic is is Gonzo. Um, I saw Bart Scott talk about if the 49ers lose to Philadelphia, he'd shave off one of his eyebrows. Well, at least he didn't have to do that. But it was pretty damn close. I had Dukes over last night. I asked him if he's ever going to come pot again. Hopefully, he will. But hey, man, the Eagles aren't looking that bad. Uh, I think the division itself is looking pretty strong. I talked about it a little bit there just in terms of even with the records, but it's going to be a tight division, I think. And uh, just going forward, I'm curious to see how the Giants do this week, how that Monday night football game goes. And, Boosh, I don't think you're beating Buffalo at Buffalo. So it's going to be looking pretty tight after so this either. week. It's going to be looking pretty tight. I'm not picking the I'm not picking the football team in that. We got the Falcons, dog. If we can't beat them, I'm 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 done. You're not wearing any more Giants here for the rest of the year? Yeah, definitely not. Okay, fair enough. I don't think I've oh. worn any Giants gear to start this year because I, I, it's just how pathetic. Do you, how are you feeling How are you feeling about tomorrow again, or <laughs> what's today? How are you feeling about Sunday against the Falcons? Oh, I, I'm confident that we're going to win that football game, and if we don't, I would literally – I think the Falcons might be the worst football team in, in, the, in the NFL right now. Uh, no, dead ass. Um, you know, at least Jacksonville, they got, they got a young quarterback with some hope. Like Matt Ryan is so washed. Uh, uh, you're not even using Kyle Pitts the right way. They got no defense and no running game. And let's just be, I mean, Falc, like literally if we can't win against them, dude, like that will be, that would be really tough for me. I, I will be for us to be zero and three and to lose to the Falcons. I would be livid to be completely honest. We have. There's no way you guys would take the Falcons in that game. How many no, points? No, no, no. I'm, I, I like the Giants in that game. I just, I have all the spreads pulled up, but I'm for some reason. What's the money? Oh, on? Oh, we have, now. we have the Giants favored by three. Yeah. Money on. <laughs> That's what I was talking about with Dukes the other night. I was like, yeah, we'll probably win the Plus game one, just by three. It'll be one of the games where we should destroy. We only win um, by a field goal. Whatever I'm looking at doesn't so have a money line for whatever reason. I saw Jalen Hurts jersey is up 500% in week one. Second most popular NFL jersey on Fanatics. You guys sold on uh, Jalen Hurts being a franchise caliber or what? I think he's looked Eagles really good. Friends, yeah, which is unfortunate. So that Monday night that. football game, Philly at Dallas. I mean, that's going to be first place for the division most likely, Boosh, if you can't beat Buffalo, which I don't think happens. So who do you guys got in that game? Mm, I'd take Dallas in that, just going off them 
probably outscoring Philly. But then again, we had a game last week of the Chargers versus Dallas that everyone thought would be high scoring. It was like 20-something to 20-something. So I'd, I'd take Dallas, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles steal it. It was 20-17. to 17. They won on a 56-yard field goal. That was absolutely botch clock management by Mike yep. McCarthy. Andy said his offensive coordinator was blocked by a TV dude and couldn't see the clock. Absolute fucking bogus shit out of the I Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Shouldn't have won the game. Chargers had two touchdowns taken back by flags. Nine penalties for like 90 yards. Another penalty that took back another first down. That would have been a field goal. They had seven possessions to the Chargers, and if they just cooked seven field goals, they would have won 21-20. to It's a fucking joke. Justin Herbert had two interceptions. Yeah, I get it. Bad mistakes. But I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are that good. The, the, the L.A. Chargers should have won that football game, and that was one of those games where everyone's thinking, oh, how good are the L.A. Chargers? Well, they're going in to play the Kansas City this week. I think Justin Herbert learns for some of those mistakes. I think Kansas City loses for what will now be the third time back-to-back losses. 2018-2019 happening again this season, coming off a loss on Monday Night Football. That probably also shouldn't have been the case after your boy Clyde Frog's fumble. Hey, here's another thing. Dallas ain't that good. I think if anything, it's going to be between the Washington football team and the G-Men. And I know we started out not that strong, but the Eagles are looking pretty wait, nice wait, as well. Wait, wait. The question Cowboys. you asked me was, who do I pick, Dallas or the Eagles? You can't tell me the answers. The Giants, the or, Giants. <laughs> or Washington. <laughs> yeah. No, I got the Eagles uh, in this game. I got the Eagles in this game. I'm riding Jalen Hurts for Dukes. Okay. I'd, I'd rather the Eagles win if, if that's the question. If I just had to put money on it, I'd go Dallas, though. Bush, you got anything uh, or what? I'll take Philly if we're uh, betting money on it as well. Just, uh, Jalen Hurts is a decent, really good to me. Yes. Better than decent, to be honest with you. I mean, he's been moving the ball well. His throws been accurate. That was always his thing at Alabama. Like, he couldn't move the ball downfield, but he's been throwing the ball. The deep ball's been good. Um, his comeback routes have been hitting his guys on target. So, I mean, if he keeps doing that, Miles Sanders, if he keeps running the ball a little bit, who's going to stop him? You know what I mean? I mean, the Giants stink. I'm not a buyer in the Cowboys and our defensive line sucks. That, and that's supposed to be the best part of our team. So, there you go. Uh. You know, Green Bay beat the Lions on Monday night, so I was wrong about that. I was nine of sixteen on the on the picks last week after going ten of sixteen in week one. Uh, I was thirty five seventeen after the Lions were up seventeen fourteen at the half, and I'm sure a lot of people were thinking, "Oh my God, is this actually going down right now?" Uh, you know, here's the thing: Sunday night football this week, Green Bay at San Fran. This is all the this is all the marbles right here for all these Rodgers. Fans that think everything's fine and relax. Here's a big relax game for those Rodgers fans. What do you guys got in this Sunday night football game? Because I think San Fran, even though they're battered at running back, lost three more. Shout out Waldo, paid $67 for a running back who got hurt in about five minutes. Fucking dumbass. Anyways, I think San Fran's elite. You got Jimmy G out there, and even if he goes down with an injury, and we saw Andy Dalton go down, Justin Fields is in. Let's get it, baby. Andy Dalton ain't seeing the field again in Chicago. Let me just say that Trey Lance is right there in a colster, and I think this two-headed monster quarterback Kyle Shanahan thing got smoking up like he's Sean Payton is going to be something legit with a legit defense and some weapons when the running backs come back. I think San Fran's a legit team and what I think is the best division in football as well. Packers are going to get romped in this game. I said they were going to lose to the Lions. I was certainly wrong, but I think Rodgers, that defense and this stuff is going to get smoked on Sunday Night Football. What do you guys got in this? 
got Packers for sure. Um, I don't know. I think they looked a lot better. Granted, it was against the Lions. That's fine, but I don't know. I'm not that scared against the 49ers. Jimmy G there, sure. They have Trey Lance come in to run run some trick plays or whatever, but, like, I don't know. What are they on? Their six-string running back right now, their second-best wide receiver. Aoyuk is, isn't even getting any snaps right now. Kittle has – granted, granted, Kittle does a lot of blocking for them, but, like, Kittle hasn't been doing a whole lot of production – having a whole lot of production for them. I'll take the Packers in this and assume that Aaron Rodgers is here to play now and the first game was an outlier. Yeah, give me Rodgers, give me the points, give me whatever you want. I don't bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially going to his home state of California. Oh, my like, God. Homecoming. All right. Yeah, there's no way that the Niners We'll pin that one out. Uh, Jimmy G's getting pulled in a week or two. I saw Raheem Mostert's wife was asking fans to stop sending hateful messages to his family after running back's injury. I mean, bro, this is the type of shit where you just see still in this today's day and age where it's like, really, dude? Like, you think the dude wanted to get hurt and miss games for your fantasy team, even if he's not even worried about that? Like, you think he wants to personally miss games and, and miss game checks and fucking be recovering and rehabbing? Like, this is the type of shit that I see and. And everything I've been going through this week, it's just literally, it just pisses me off, dude. People are just so disrespectful. There's so much hate, no love. Like, there's no, like, oh, man, hope you recover. Like, get back on my team. It's, fuck you, like, you're fucking out on my team. Nah, there ain't any of that, bro. Yes, there. Dude, stop. Look at just calling him out. He has him on his fantasy team. No, look look at, no, I don't. (laughs) Look at at Twitter. Anytime anyone posts that, there's tons of nice messages. He posts a letter, tons of nice messages under it. Like, we just like to focus on the negative stuff. Yeah, people shouldn't be doing that, but you can't say there's not, there's more people, there's more people doing the positive than the negative. The negative is always just the thing people focus on more. All right, Rich. I mean, How about uh? Oh, right. Twitter is a war zone. Twitter is a war zone. Snap that. Go look under. Zone. I clicked on it and read. Go look under the letter. There's some shitty oh tweets. He like posts a letter. I'm gonna do it after this. I'm there's gonna do it after this. There's definitely some shitty tweets. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Twitter's a war zone. They're terrible. Yo, seriously, it's pretty bad, bro. I think it's it ridiculous. Is. Oh, uh, Twitter's a interesting. I don't know what's but... worse though, being being a Giants fan or being a Jets fan. Are you guys are you guys in on yeah. on Sam Darnold and the Panthers for real, like being legit? Like I, I knew I this mean, shit was gonna happen. He's got he got eight hundred eighty eight passing yards through three games, which is most in a three game span of his career. You see Matt Rule basically tearing down all these programs, and now he's done so, bringing in Sam Darnold as like a third option. They're three and zero. I mean, I get it. They haven't been playing good teams. I think Sam Darnold's been playing pretty elite with two rushing touchdowns last night, all these weapons, and I get Christian McCaffrey goes down with a hamstring. Who knows if he'll be back. I saw J.C. Horn, who was elite for them on the defense side of the ball, probably one of the best defense in the game right now, really underrated, but they stacked up on these defensive bigs that have been playing out. He'll probably be out six to eight weeks. But I think the Panthers, and I talked about it a little bit, they'll be a threat to the playoffs. They'll be a threat to that division. And they will be in first in that division after Tampa Bay loses this week to the Rams. I'm I don't know. They also have played the Texans, the Jets, and the Panthers when they literally couldn't even move or excuse me, even the Saints when they literally couldn't even move the ball. So we'll see. I'm not I don't think they're like Bush said, I don't think they're a contender, but I am looking at their schedule right now. It's not super hard. Like they play some decent teams, but they play Cowboys, Eagles, they'll Vi- be in the playoffs. Vi- Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Falcons, Patriots are their next six yeah, games, they, and like go every single one of those is winnable. Yeah, every single one of those is winnable. I'm not saying they'll go six and zero, oh, but all of those are winnable. Then they have some harder ones: Cardinals, 
Bucks a little bit, Bills. They end the season a little bit harder too against the Bucks, but I don't know. I don't think they're a. I don't think they win their division even. I would say. I think they're like plus four hundred to win their division right now. So you guys aren't. You guys Sankey's aren't. He's liking that a lot. You guys aren't sold on them. Uh, I'm out on I, that I just don't. I don't know what. I don't know what sold means. I'm you not guys got the Bucks. You guys got the Bucks winning this week at Rams. Four twenty-five prime time game. What do you guys got? Bucks at got Rams. Bucks. I got Bucks. You got Bucks. You got Tom Brady and his nine TDs against the Cowboys and the Falcons. Here's the thing, man. This is where it goes downhill this Uh-oh. week. Up against Rams Uh-oh. D. Uh-oh. They're about go, to push. be. Hey, dead ass. No, they're about to be not first in the division. Tom Brady's gonna have a bad week. And by the way, the following week they got to go play New England. They're going to be two and two in the next fourteen days. You watch. Okay. I my reason for taking the Bucks would be, and this isn't this isn't. A I'm sold on I'm Matt not, Stafford. By the way, I, I'll say I'll say this: if we if betting was legal right now, and I were figuring out which games I was betting on this weekend, this wouldn't be one of them. I wouldn't be betting on it. But Daryl Henderson might not be playing. They got Sony Michelle out there, the Rams, who they haven't even been trying to play much. They're going to be throwing everywhere. The uh, Bucks secondaries looked pretty bad, so Matt Stafford should be able to throw on them. But it does help to have some sort of running game. And like I don't know, I think it's close enough. I'll just side with Brady. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're losing both of the next two weeks. But I think this could be go either way. I'll pick the Bucks. Give me the Bucks and the over. I think it's like fifty-five. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> All right, let me just say a couple other things. I've been on the record with Tua saying that I think he's going to be the best lefty quarterback we've seen all time. Yeah, I'm so far off on that. <laughs> this man fucking Tua, bro. Yo, this man Tua, dude. You said, this you said shit. he was going to be the best lefty quarterback. I don't even remember you saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been on the record saying that a few times. This man getting guarded off with a rib injury? Yo, I cannot, I cannot with this dude to a high ankle sprain right in 2018, high ankle sprain left in 2019, dislocated hip, we all know about it in November of 2019, a thumb last year, and now fractured ribs, what, one or two games into the season? Like, dude, this dude, this dude to a man, I, I think this dude's washed as shit. He ain't going to be on the team either much longer. He's going to be one of these guys slipping into abyss. We'll figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Rodgers will be demanding a trade to the Dolphins. Something's going to be going on. He's going to be out. He, he's not even going to be around. I feel so bad because two of them in, it just one of those guys, injuries, just swipe you right out of the league. And I think he's going to be I think he's gonna be out of the league by the end of this season. I'm, I'm dead ass. I don't think two is going to make it much longer in this league. You gotta chill with your hot takes all the time over there. He's gonna be out of the league by this season, dude. No matter what, he could literally throw ten picks in the next two games he plays, or and then not play the rest of the year, and some team's gonna give him a shot next year. That's just ridiculous. He won't be out of the league next year. Where do you see him playing? And you I want two as your quarterback right now, dog? No, no, I don't want him as my quarterback. But some, if he, you could say, he might not have a starting spot if things go terribly. But that's oh, that's out of the 50. fucking league, basically. What do you mean, basically? No, it's not. <laughs> There's still 32 other quarterbacks that are rostered. More than that. He's not going to be out of the league next year. This is our second. <laughs> this is your second time in this pod having issues with confusing what to find someone is on the roster. <laughs> ben Simmons is on the roster even if he's not at camp. Tua is on the roster even if he's the backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's on the 
I think the Dolphins are in trouble. I think the Dolphins and the Colts are in trouble. Dead ass. Two teams that I thought were going to be pretty yeah. decent. I don't know. I wasn't as high on the Colts, but I was real high on the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are in serious trouble. I think the Colts are absolutely fucked. They are not going to have a chance. Wentz is terrible. How do you sprain both your ankles on the same play? This dog is washed, bro. Get him out. I'm so, so... I knew what this was going to happen. I said this shit about Wentz. This dude is garbage. I'm so happy for Dukes. Dude, Wentz is going to be out of the league here pretty quick, too. I saw... I saw something saying, I forgot if it was on Twitter or something I was listening to, is like the last time I heard someone break both their ankles, this little girl jumped four feet off the bleachers in gym class. How the fuck do you do that as a grown adult? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I'm uh, actually kind of high. I, I don't mind Jacob Easton, their backup, to be honest with you. He's not terrible, so you can quote me on that. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got no shot with him, Boosh. Um, and they, they're not going to win that division. You got Tennessee locking that up all day. Uh Here's a couple other things I needed to touch on. You guys been watching any college? I asked uh, I asked Rich last time. He said no. Any college this week, Rich, for you? No, never. Answer will always be no. Boosh, any college? Um, yeah, definitely. I've been watching the uh, University of Connecticut. They're terrible. Um, Yo, they're like, losing every game like 56-0. Shut on, the fuck on, up. I went, I went to the Holy Cross game. And they are the worst college football team in America. I had to go down to the sidelines and scream fire Randy Edsel at the top of my lungs, and it worked. Did you hear the story of how they, they uh, he messaged the athletic director, and he was like, hey, um, I just want to let you guys know, like, I'm retired. At the, I'm going to retire at the end of the year. And then the athletic director emailed him back. He goes, no, you're going to retire today. Like, you know, like, how crazy is that? So I personally want to uh, give credit for getting Randy Eiffel fired. Thank you for everything he's done for the University of Connecticut. But, yes, thank you. Um, goodbye. Good riddance. We'll have your day in 10 years when we have your welcome party. But he's old as fuck. And I'm out. Who I want to be the next head coach, I don't give a fuck, but make him somewhat relevant. Jesus. Yo, UConn um, is not going to be good at football, dude. Never, ever. Yo, ever. just chill. I don't want to talk anymore about that. Jackson, I'd rather talk about coastal football. Did you see this dude, Jackson Dart? All right. I watched the Alabama-Florida game as well. Um, that was actually a really good game. Bama actually might be on the come up. And Coastal's trash as well. That's also I want to All right, you're garbage. Thank you. Uh... You see, uh, where's, yeah, okay, well, shut the fuck up, Boosh. Where's UConn on the rankings? No, not even close. Uh, Central is also playing Miami this week, right? Yeah, now. they're garbage. I, I mean, my, you could probably <laughs> beat Miami. Like, Miami is pretty garbage. If Central beats them, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, I, the college football for me that. has been a little bit better this year, honestly. Even that Bama-Florida game, like, Florida probably should have won that game. They just fucking sh- wet the bed when they had a chance to win it. Because, of course, you're playing Bama. Like, Lane Kiffin, by the way, I think is is real. I love R- Lane Kiffin coming out here, saying that Bama's always cherry-picking transfer portals, because they probably are. Coming out here, unfollowing everybody on Instagram besides Arch Manning. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that's a that's a Big dick move by Lane Kiffin. I don't know if he's actually going to stay at uh, Ole Miss, but if he does and they get Arch Manning, bro, deadass. I'm trying to get Arch Manning on the Giants come, what is it going to be, 2026 or 7? I don't know. I think he's about to graduate here in a 
in a year or two, he, he's probably going to play a few years in college because I think anybody should play a few years in college with these name-image-likeness rules now. Um, but I did want to just throw out Jackson Dart. I don't know if you guys saw this guy. I don't think he, I think he's hurt now. He's a redshirt freshman. I think he's playing for USC, who fired their coach and now are looking for a coach. Eric Bieniemy's in on the talks on this, which I don't agree with. Like, you're not going to leave the NFL and where probably you could take over for Andy Reid in a year or two. Dudes eats one more cheeseburger. Who knows how much longer he's going to make it. But I would not leave the NFL if I'm Bieniemy. Urban Myers brought up in these conversations as well, and he just got a job 10 minutes ago. But he's not going to have a good season. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he left. I don't know if he's going to go to USC. Who knows? But that would not be surprising to me. Um, anyways, I think that Jackson Dart is going to be legit. Like, I'm trying to see Jackson Dart play some football. You guys need to look up Jackson Dart's game this past week. Uh, Rich, you need to do that for me. That ass. If you're not going to watch any college football, at least look up the Jackson Dart highlights. Uh, they were pretty impressive. Um yeah, I want to ask a couple more NBA questions before I let you guys go, though. Uh, I did want to ask you guys this, too. Um, so all five first-round rookie QBs scored a touchdown in week one. Got a little bit ugly in week two. Uh, Zach Wilson, four interceptions. Absolutely toasted my fantasy team because I was going up against Pat's D. And, Rich, I do need to say something to you. The other night when we were at your place and you are talking about defense and kicker getting eliminated, I'm all in on that, bitch. I'm so in on that because I got absolutely cucked because of that, and I kind of hate that, bro. We do we do DraftKings. There is just a kicker in, in D, and it's kind of bullshit as well. Like, just keep it all players. I think it's just stupid to even include this shit. Draft, DraftKings is just defense. No kickers. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they should just take all, all that stuff out. If you're not going to have a kicker, just take it out. And I ended up getting literally losing because of that, and, you know – Zach Wilson goes 19 to 33, 210, zero tutties and four interceptions. Uh, Justin Fields is starting now. I think he's going to be elite. Trevor Lawrence not looking so hot. So everyone's saying, "Oh, here we go through two starts." Mac Jones 99, 96.7. Let's let's pat Rich on the back here, bro. Mac Jones ain't looking that great yeah, either. He hasn't looked that great. All right, so I just want to just throw that out there. I These said, guys all hey, scored a my touchdown. Guy, my guy when we did this was Justin Fields, and I'm still standing by it, even though he hasn't looked great in his few outings yet. He's getting the starting job now. I'm still standing by Justin Fields being the best one. Yeah, he ain't giving it back. Uh, Boosh, who do you like as uh, the favorite? I like Justin Fields at the top as well with Trey Lance. Who do you, who you got, Boosh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I really don't know what Trey Lance has to bring to the table. So, yeah, you can give me the OHIO from the Buckeye State, Justin Fields. Justin Fields for Boosh. All right, uh, Rich, I needed to ask you this for sure. Um, I saw this story and I was like, oh, wow, this is this is typical. Uh, USA leads 3-1 after Friday, Boosh? Yeah, uh, I, I think they play at one as well. Is that correct? They put t- twice today? They could be. Um, yes, uh, Rich. Justin Thomas and... Jordan were the only ones to lose hey. against John Rahm and Sergio. Because Justin Thomas can't put. Rich, the Clippers, they signed a 23-year naming rights deal for a new $1.8 billion arena. Did you see this, dude? Yeah, yeah. Englewood. Englewood, California. Yeah. 27-1 uh, bathroom toilet ratio. That was very important for Steve Ballmer because he didn't want any of the fans to miss any of the games. Uh, game action. Uh so, Rich, I, 
I think you got to give me a little credit for this because I was talking about the fact that, dude, if you're the Clippers, you got to get that out of Staples or vice versa. <laughs> you got to stop starting things with give me a little credit for this and and followed by something mm. everyone in the world's been. Saying. You think yeah, this is going to be good though? You, I don't think this is going to be. I don't think this is going to be good for uh, the Clips in terms of why. Just going forward, I don't know. It's just going to be like weird. I think I don't know. We talked about it, but have their own stadium. I mean, it's no, not that it's bad. Their market value. Uh, I think it's yeah. just in general, like you're still going to lag behind the Lakers. I mean, well, of course. Not. No, well, I mean, it can't be worse than coming to the Lakers stadium and having more Lakers fans in your home stadium and your home games and having the Lakers banners hanging when you have home games and shit. Like I don't. No, it's. I mean, it, it's. You need that. I, who are I think the Jets and the Giants are the only two sorry teams that play in the same stadium now professionally, right? Oh, fuck off. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they are. Uh, I think they are the only two professional teams that share a stadium yeah, anymore. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking dude. Um, I think some of the LA football teams did, but with two years ago, but not anymore. I think you're correct on that. That's what I was thinking of. Damn, that's wild. The Chargers have their own stadium now, right? Yep. They're the And then where do the Rams play at the Rose Bowl still? No, nah, they got SoFi. Or at the Coliseum. Yeah, they play at SoFi, dog. Or they're all the same. Oh uh, no. Yeah, they... so SoFi in Los Angeles, yeah. Nah, SoFi is That's where the Rams play? Nah, SoFi. Yeah. Chargers. Isn't Rams. So... I think SoFi is Chargers. Where are the Chargers play? No. Yeah, the SoFi oh, is Chargers. Oh, sorry. So so yeah, sorry. SoFi is Los Angeles Chargers. Rams is like Coliseum or something. Uh, yeah, no, I mean that's pretty big news though. That's that's pretty elite for the NBA and obviously the fans of the NBA. New stadium to get to. Uh, I'm trying to go see Raj out there. I'm trying to link up with Raj as well. He said oh he was, no, he said he was Sorry, caddying they, this week. That's good. The Rams and the Chargers do share SoFi still, I guess, unless this is out of date information. And I'm wrong. I Sorry, don't guess, know. guess it doesn't really matter, but maybe you're right. Boosh, you trying to go check out a game out there? San Diego or LA? My boys are from San Diego. I might be down. I got four weeks vacation coming up. Yeah, so they do. They share a stadium as well. When? Chargers, Chargers and Rams. When, Boosh? When you got a vacation coming up? I don't know. The hotel's been real busy. They've been they've been screwing me, and uh, I just applied to this new job. So hoping I get it. I'm supposed to go for a third interview. New job where? Uh, downtown Hartford. The residence. So we'll see. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yep. And then. Yeah, I just else? lost my job, so. Yeah, October 7th, I'll probably down for. October 8th, my boy uh, Mez is having a stag. You guys want to come up for that? And then October 15th, the Friday after, is the opening Wolfpack game. Two dollar beers, one dollar hot dogs. Yo, don't eat hot dogs, dude. It takes 30 minutes off your life. Just chill on them. Nah, tell that to uh, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, yo, he's going to be done in like a year. Chill. Rich is the glizzy gobbler. He he's been doing it. it. He's been doing it forever. Seg, why do you keep trying to predict people's downfalls in a year that have been at the top of their game forever? Yeah. And he's hopping on the Tom Brady <laughs> sucks, bro, <laughs> real early. 
Segway's on the Tom Brady's falling off boat like four and a half years ago. And it's not. Hopefully, <laughs> maybe it's this week. Maybe it's this week. You maybe don't. It's, it's just that and the LeBron James one. You just don't predict it. You just, whenever it happens, it happens, and you just let it happen at this point. All right, fine. That's fine. <laughs> I think I think y'all are being uh, extremely irrational when it comes to this conversation. Tom Brady, I think you're being very irrational with that conversation. Because at this point, it wouldn't even be like falling off. Like, oh my god! Like, if he comes out and starts playing bad, it would be like, well, yeah, no, it's a couple years later than expected at age forty-four, huh? <laughs> it wouldn't be like, oh, what what happened? <coughs> That's fine. That's fine. The dude can just keep getting bullshit calls and fucking throwing bad balls that are getting picked and everybody will just keep fucking sucking them off. All good. All good. Uh, No other quarterbacks do that? Do what? Tom Brady's a cheater, Rich. He's a cheater. Do what? He puts up more yards than any quarterback in the first two weeks and, like, we're still just trying to say, like, well, he's falling off and he's done next week. Yeah. Every quarterback throws some bad balls, throws a pick. Like, yeah, it's going to happen. All right, fine. We went went over the ones in week one. He had the two picks, one a heave with two seconds left in the half. The other one, Leonard Fournette's hands weren't able to close on a ball, and it bounced five yards behind him into a lineman's hands. Yeah. I mean, we can can just look at it and say, oh, picks, or we could look at what happened and be like, oh, yeah, not really his fault, but they happened. All right. I'm still going to blame – I'm still going to blame him. Uh, oh, no. His I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, it was 100% his fault. We we had the we had the, we had had the the post on here for like about 20 minutes, and I showed you I was a high ball. We, we don't need to do this again, do we? Uh, I'll, I'll gladly get Boosh's opinion for one second right now. Okay, I just want to get your – right, yeah, now. let's get Boosh's opinion on that. Hey, hey Boosh, I want to get don't. your opinion on the NFL taunting calls, though, for real, because there was eight this past uh, week, most in any game since 2000. I saw they tried this back in 2016 where there were 12 flags for the first two weeks and then only 26 called the remaining 15. You see this slowing down a little bit as there's been 11 flags for taunting in the NFL for the first two weeks as this now is an emphasis for NFL referees. And this is the shit that pisses me off. You just add more discretion in a sport that you don't need any discretion on any of these calls. Like, let's just try and eliminate that as much as possible. But no, here we go. Adding more discretion. These taunting calls, which are absolute BS, and in my opinion, are impacting some of these games, and will continue to impact these games until they decide to remove these. Uh, any thought on that before we go over this? Because we got it in the perfect slot right now. We got it in the perfect slot right now, Boosh. Get your face over here and just let me know about those taunting calls because they're absolute BS, by the way. I'm just saying. And I'll also say this, extending it a little bit. I need to say one more thing, extending it into college football because I had this for last pod and didn't say. They need to get rid of that fucking targeting shit where if you are targeting someone, you're instantly ejected. That shit is so stupid. So stupid. They got to fix that. Um, I would say that, like, there's a line between taunting and, like, you know, like, taunting shouldn't be a part of the game where you, like, big ball someone after you fl- or flex on them and, like, stand over them or you get in their face or whatever, but you should be able to flex after a big sack. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's got to be some- We've crossed the line. Yeah, but, dude, that's what I'm talking about. That's too much discretion because a dude can flex after a big sack, but if you flex after a big catch, that's taunting because the dude was on the ground and you mossed him. Like, it's bullshit. 
They just need to get that out of the game. It's too much of a of a, of a swing factor given a 15-yard penalty. And also ejections in college with some of these best players that are making just football plays, accident, accidental helmet contact. Bro, it shouldn't be automatic ejection. If you got stuff that's flagrant and automatic head-to-head, fine. You can look at it and get them out if it's that's what it is. But not all of those are instant ejection. And it's just ruining it's ruined some of the, the games, in my opinion. The NFL's got to fix this. No, they I did agree. in 2016. They cut back down the, on the calls, and they probably will going forward. But there's no reason to institute this when, in my opinion, you probably had in, impacted a couple games. You go look at the uh, Minnesota-Arizona game. Dude missed a 37-yard field goal. I mean, whatever. But, like, there was a taunting call in that game. 15 yards is 15 yards in a league that's kind of hard to get 15 yards. Fucking bullshit. All right, yeah, check this out. Check this out, Boosh. Give me your face here. <laughs> yeah, because Rich is still sitting here with the ammo. No biases, no biases, no biases. No <laughs> yeah, dead ass. I did no biases I last mean, time. I mean, Tell to, me to this isn't a high throw. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's to be see fair, Seg's the only one in this room with a bias. I have no bias on this either, but we'll play it. <laughs> Literally, play fuck it off. Uh, where the action's going on right over here where my mouse is, where he's throwing to Leonard Fournette cutting out. It's in slowed down mode right now. Pausing right there. Leonard Fournette, ball, little high, gonna hit his hands. You can't say this is a bad throw. No defender really in his range. No, no, this is not a high throw? I said you can't say it's a bad throw. It's a little high. Little high. You gotta catch that, though. Sag, come, like, come on. It's at his helmet. He's not, he Boosh. Bring... Boosh. It hits his Boosh. helmet. It hits his helmet. Boosh. I don't see a single dude around. No You're telling me that couldn't be put in a better spot? Seg, it's not about it? could it be put in a better spot. That's a if bad wanna, throw. If we want to go... If Daniel Jones did that, y'all be saying that's a fucking on. bad throw. But no, it's Tom Brady and it's a good throw. Seg, if I... No, I wouldn't. If I go quarter speed on any NFL game most plays you're going to find every single throw could be a little bit off the target that's literally at his helmet any nfl player is supposed to be catching that <sighs> i mean i don't know why he's hit, that hit hands that. that hit hands then helmet hands there oh it didn't even hit his helmet i don't think just hands and then goes back a solid like what three four yards into a defender's hands like that's not that's not on the throw and I'm not, my point of bringing this up isn't to say Tom Brady's perfect. It's just like when you, after this game, are saying, like, no one's talking about his two picks. It's like, well, they weren't really picks that were his fault. Like, if you throw the ball at your guy with no defender around him and he drops it and pushes it four yards into a defender's hands, like, how much can you really do? All right. I mean, agree to disagree. I still think that's a high throw in that situation. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I, I agree it's a high throw, but I could not disagree more that it's a bad throw. That's not a bad throw. There's. I mean, to me, not, that's a bad throw when there's no one there. Like, there was no reason for that to be thrown high. There was no guy cutting across the middle of that throw, nothing. There was literally nobody yeah. standing there. Dude's absolutely wide open, three blockers set up, and he throws it literally over his head from about three yards away. And you're trying to tell me that that's an okay throw and that dude's got to make that catch if you're a running back. Okay, fine. I'm just trying to say that that's not a good throw in my book, and I'll the just agree to he disagree. Threw it high is because he's got fucking linemen rushing at him in front of him. So his instinct is like, I don't want to throw a line drive right here where someone's going to put their hand up. You're going to put a little bit of air on it to make sure it gets over them. Like, if you want to argue that could have been six inches down, of course it could have. But All right, like, whatever. We're arguing semantics at that point. Let's see how he's throwing it this this week, and then we'll get back to it uh, next week, hopefully. 
Uh, I did got to get a couple shout-outs in. Uh, J.J. Redick, I saw he retired after 15 seasons. He's got the highest three-point percentage with at least 4,053 attempts. 41.5 third, only behind Kyle Corvier, 42.9, and Steph Curdy, 43.3. Uh, he's known for podcasting as well, and I wanted to give him a quick shout-out. I'm just curious if you think he's going to ever play in the NBA again, Rich. Team maybe making a run, trying to pick up a shooter come postseason time, or is this actually the last we've seen of J.J. Redick, which I remember watching J.J. Redick for Duke, which, God, that's, yeah. that makes me feel pretty old now that he's retired from the NBA. 15-year career. Uh, that was. Pretty great career, but uh, I don't think he has a ring, does he? Probably my – no, he doesn't have a ring. Probably my first sporting event that I remember, like, just absolutely loving while it was happening, like, game I remember really watching UNC as a kid Duke? Is – no. Um, Duke versus UConn in 2004 in the Final Four. And, like, I watched the games that year. It wasn't like that was my first game watching, but that was just an incredible game. It was better than their championship game that they beat Georgia Tech in. Duke versus um, UConn, Ben Gordon, Okafor versus – JJ, I forget who else was on that Duke team, honestly, but that was that was a Sheldon great, Williams. great game. Sheldon Williams, yeah, that was a great game. Um, I don't know what the fuck you asked me, honestly. JJ Redick is not, no, he's not going to come back. He he looked a little bit slower last year. He can't defend anyone. He can't do anything other than shoot right now. So like, I I think he maybe could have found a team this year and gotten a few minutes, but it's not getting any better after him taking a year off. LaMarcus Aldridge returning for a 16th season, one year, $2.6 million deal with the Nets. Is any better? Better than J.J. Redick? Yeah, because he can just do a little more. Like, I don't think it's incredible, but, like, he looked pretty decent before going out. It's not a game changer, but, like, the, the Nets can use tall players that are capable of being on a basketball point at the court at this point so like sure it's a fine move i don't think it's a game changer for them i have them as the favorite either way but nice little move for them wanted to shout out the wmba playoffs i saw that was taking place single elimination for the wmba playoffs rich just one game you lose you're out that's pretty that's pretty wild i, know that. I was watching last night mercury like mercury beat the liberty uh 83 82 i saw the sky took care of the wings like 81 64 I also saw Chicago proclaim September 16th as Kansas Parker Day. Kansas Parker is legit, dude. She had 7, 11, and 15 with three steals last night. Like, she's three points away from a triple-double. Uh, I mean, how long has she been playing in the in the league? Like, she's got to be – she's been around. She went to Tennessee, and I feel like that was when Pat Summit was alive. Like, can we, can we figure out how old Kansas Parker is right now? Yeah. Can we go to a Connecticut Sun game? October 7th. I don't think they made Dennis the playoffs, Parker guy. Parker is 35 years old. I don't think they made the playoffs, dude. The no Sun. way. They're nasty. Are they in the playoffs, the Sun? They definitely are. I think it's like the playing games are a single elimination, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, to go all the way through that, that'd be wild. Nah, there's definitely... I think they're just playing the playing games are a single elimination. Yeah, my boy is, uh, uh, is like the video person for the Sun. He's like director of operations for the Yeah, it's pretty sick. I also wanted to shout out the NBA. I saw them uh, put out a list of 25 greatest players all time, and there's obviously some actives on that list and non-actives. But, I mean, you got some elite you got some elite players and some young talent as well that obviously has still got a career to put out. Sabrina Ionescu's of the world. So, I don't know. I think the WFA is pretty dope. I'm going to check in on the playoffs. I don't know if you all are, but 
W uh, NBA will be back sooner than you think, Rich. Preseason camps next week and all that. And then, like I said, I think it's October 17th is opening night. And that's going to be right around the corner because October is here in about five, six days, 30 days in September. Uh, it's pretty wild. All, already almost through week three of the NFL season. Um, Ryder Cup, fall golf, best time of the year right now, Boosh. Um, oh, yeah. We got to get out and that golf soon for real. We'll get out, hit you up. Um, got about I don't know a couple weeks before I gotta start working, so hopefully we can get out before then. But hit me up and we'll get Maybe back and gotta, golfing and boosting. You gotta grind and... your guy a little bit. Oh, I'll be grinding him for sure. I I got nothing really going on. I was gonna go to the fair. I'm gonna go to the Durham Fair hopefully at some point. I was gonna go with uh Dukes tonight, but I don't know. It was pouring today. I don't know if. Oh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, tomorrow morning with Lisa. You're going tomorrow? I should have hit you guys up. I just didn't think anyone would be really trying to go. Yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow morning. I'm not sure, like, what time, but, like, I'll be there by 10 or 10.30. All right, well, That's I mean, a for me. you want to meet up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're uh, hit, up, hit, hit Dukes. Tell them to come through, too. Yeah, I'm down. We're, yeah, we're definitely going. Around. I should have told you guys. Didn't even think of that. Dick move, dick move. <laughs> I, well, to be fair, you guys are all always working on weekends, yeah, which is I when know. I'm down there. Sure. Yeah, True. I know. I just lost my job, though, so I'm good. What? What's good? I mean, I, you don't have to say it <laughs> here. I'll talk to you later. No, it's fine. I don't mind saying. I mean, what? I, think... I mean, like, I thought you were leaving it anyway and about to start the new one anyway. What do you mean you lost it? That's pretty much what happened, but I technically got fired. Just said, because, don't come like, back. Because you put in your two weeks or what? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't even my two weeks. I was supposed to work for, like, another solid month at least. I don't know, dude. It was just – she was getting – she was getting – tough for me there i don't know just wasn't going well i mean it was like i try and just put it in terms of like shit that i see literally i feel like i'm i don't know it's just like another sports relationship where just tapped out both sides and then i don't know it just gets like toxic and weird like it gets to a point where you know you pull a ben simmons or you pull whatever and you're like yo i'm not i'm not gonna be here like i'm not trying to be here anymore and so i don't know I mean, it just came sooner than expected, but at the same time, bro, I was about to be working a bunch and then starting this new job, like, right away. Like, that would have been pretty tough for me. I got, like, a bunch of shit that I'm trying to get done, so I hadn't been potting at all or really watching much sports at all either. Um, Hadn't been gone. I mean, I haven't been doing nothing, bro. Like, I wasn't going to make it to the Durham Fair, dog. Like, I was about to be... My day to go to the Durham Fair was today. I just so happened to be off today. That's why I asked you guys to pot and shit. That's all it's really been. I get, like, one day off a week, bro. Every other day I'm working all day or not around and driving, commuting and all that. So I don't know, it's just putting a toll on, on everything for me. Just everything that's kinda like happened. So I don't know, it's like an inevitable thing. It's just uh I don't know, it's just like I kinda got fucked over in a way. Like if I didn't have a job like coming up like coming up, like I don't know what the fuck yeah. I would have done, honestly, but I don't know. It's all good. Like it's funny how people like reach out it's like well i mean thanks but i don't know it's like weird to me things happen that's how things happen though bro it's like i've gotten used to that they're just like life life smacks they come real real quick and hard i mean that's just how it works uh for at least me i don't know but i don't know it's like a weird thing too for me where like i said i was I'd like it wasn't a couple weeks, but I had a little more time. But uh, yeah, I mean now, 
I have more, like, I don't know. I was, like, happy that I wasn't, like, that I don't have to work, which, like, sounds weird, but I don't know, I'll be starting oh, a new job. That's so. how most people feel. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, can we like, just, like, try to get into, like, a charity foursome that doesn't what? have handicaps? No, I can't play any of that. trying to win it. Not you, Rich. Oh, I was like, what? The you, don't put me in there. <laughs> I can't play in any of that, dog. Why? You get in trouble? Yeah, I'm about to start play. I'm about to start playing more golf on the circuit, so I'll get you on the bag. All right, I'm down for that. Um, uh, yeah, right, no, boys, it's all good. I got, a, I got a meeting coming up in a few minutes, so I gotta hop out of here. But down to. Yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. Let me know about tomorrow yeah. if you're around. Yeah. All right, later, boys. I'll talk to you guys. Good all right, good chat. All right, peace, Boosh. What are you making noise about? Well, covered a lot today. Hadn't been doing potting at all, so good to be back, catching up on some of the sports world. Boosh hadn't been around. Good to catch back up with him. Rich always coming through as always. Much love to the boys stopping by, talking some sports today. I saw this Arizona Hamilton High School score three times with a minute and nine seconds left in the game. Absolutely wild. Uh, go check that out. Also saw the Denver Broncos will be for sale next year. And apparently rumors are that Jay-Z or Jeff Bezos will be buying the team. Interesting to get back into Chew. All that conversation with Chew Broncos. Hey! Got this puppy making mad noise. Shout out to Lila and Callie. Always shouting out the pups. Got to get in some MLB with you for sure. Tough for the Mets. How about them Red Sox? White Sox, who clinched their AL Central first team to do so in the MLB and first division title since 2008. Was on the money with Tony La Russa, Chu. You're going to have to give me some credit on that as well. The Red Sox being better than the Yankees. We'll see if they match up in the wild card. A lot of good races being settled. Cardinals, 12 straight wins. I saw the Giants and Dodgers still battling for that pennant as the MLB season coming to a close. Vlad Guerrero Jr. now leads the MLB. 46 home runs. He also ties Joe DiMaggio for the second most home runs by a player age 22 or younger in a single MLB season. He needs 47 to pass Eddie Matthews, who did so in 1953. Vlad Jr., Otani. The Giants being 18-14, and 14, having the worst record in the NFL since the infamous OBJ boat picture. We'll see if they're able to get back on track. Saquon Barkley having 39 yards on seven carries. That included a 41-yard run. Saquon still trying to get back on track. With a division, that's going to be pretty interesting to see how it plays out, obviously, with a division game this week between Philly and Dallas. Must-win situation, obviously, for the Giants and Washington at Buffalo. The Bills getting back on track with a huge 35-0 victory over Tua in the Dolphins. Minus Tua. Jacoby Brissett going forward is going to be pretty tough. Shout-out college football and everything that's bringing. That's coming back tomorrow. Probably have a Friday night game as well. I saw Jack Cohn, who dislocated his finger on Notre Dame's last drive, then popped it back into place and threw a game-winning TD. Shout-out Jack Livingstone and Notre Dame. 
We'll see how far they can make it standings-wise. Everything going on with the AP polls. Consistently trying to keep up with that. A lot of college football games taking place. Obviously, I've been sticking more NFL, NBA coming back. Got League Pass Charge coming through, which means that's starting up very soon. I'm looking forward to watching some of these MLB playoffs, catching up with you hopefully sometime soon, getting Dukes back around. Spend a little more time with my dad, my friends, my dog, doing a little more stuff before I start up a new job here in, I don't know, a month or so. going to enjoy some of my free time. Shout out to my neighbor Dave and my neighbor Joyce on a very tough day for us as we lost my neighbor Dave here a year ago today. All the trials and tribulations here that I've been through, just another stepping stone for me to get through and I'll be looking forward to kind of taking some time and getting right and coming back, doing a little more podcasting, keeping up with the sports world and kind of doing some, some new stuff. Appreciate all that love and support. As always, and that's all I had for the airwaves today. Appreciate all listening. As always, still have no shame what I had to say. Just a man with a nickname. Till next time, everybody, peace and love. Stay safe out there. You're listening to Seggy Station.